I had mentioned a couple of uh, things about UConn, how I hadn't been out there in a while. Uh, Scary Gary writes, my sophomore year in high school, we stopped at UConn on our way to Apache for our team walkthrough, and they were showing us their facilities. It was amazing. I remember thinking, dang, I'm about to hit the transfer portal and ride the bench here. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was in awe. I was in my, – my jaw dropped. 405 writes, wait until the new indoor training facility is built at UConn. What? Is that real? It must be, yeah. Last year I thought we went to PC North for the, for the semis. And I thought that was a really cool facility. UConn, like, literally blew that thing out of the water. And I I was solo, so I was able to just go. I you know, I spent a lot of time talking to Brandon Drum. And I felt that uh, Steve Spurrier Jr. was there, too. So, I mean, you, <laughs> on the sidelines on Friday night for the 2A Oklahoma semifinal game was the offensive coordinator at Penn State, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the head coach at Oklahoma and Iowa State, the tight ends coach at Ohio State. Um, there was a grad assistant, not a grad assistant. Um, a um, analyst. No, it's not because analysts can't recruit. I don't think they can. Well, one of the OU analysts' uh, sons actually plays for Washington, so he was there. But he's a dad. Um, oh gosh, oh Iowa State. I think it was Iowa State's tight ends coach who was there too, but I'm not sure. He might have just been a quality control coach. Anyway. I mean, that's wild. And here I am walking around just taking in this facility like I've never seen a high school football stadium before. It was unreal. Well done, UConn. I am a fan. Before we hit the top five stories of the day, Josh Helmer, should we fit Darla in here? Yeah, let, let's do just All that. Right. And Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Good morning, Darla. How are you? I have to tell you that I'm very disappointed that Dylan's going to another school. Why is I that, just- Darla? Tell me. Because I just think they ought to have allegiance to you. He ought to have allegiance to you. I think we're going to have to get much, much more comfortable with this in the future. And who's to I say? I, I, I will say there hasn't been anything from him about you know portal or NFL options. So everyone's reporting portal. I don't doubt that he's going in the portal. But I also wonder if it's with that potential of him entering the NFL draft as well. I think he might be well, wanting to just, see what a grade looks like, or if he gets an invite to the Senior Bowl, which he absolutely would. I just, I just, I just, you know, I just like it the old way it used to be, but I know it's not. But I just, I just don't like it that he's going to transfer. Well, somewhere he might else. not. He might, might not, not have been the starter anyways. Yeah, if he came true. back. I mean, probably was going to be Jackson Arnold's gig. Oh, yeah. And, and, and hey, Darla, it's great to hear you. Have a wonderful uh, um, rest of your morning. Thanks, Darla. I, I would also add. He's in the portal, I think, in a lot of ways to evaluate options. But I still would have to believe, as, as much as I've talked to that man about the potential of playing in the NFL, I would have to believe that's still very much in play here for him. Would have to believe it, right? Just uh, tossing feelers out for a godfather offer? Maybe so. You know, it's kind of funny, too, because – I am like the king of trying to always give credit to anything that I talk about or bring up on the air. And I failed to to mention when I was talking about the uh, <laughs> when I was talking about the uh, my wife risking our lives from Facebook Marketplace. Yes, absolutely. It was 
it was stolen from Nate Bargazzi. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I thought I'd slide it in, but guy from Parts Unknown is all about it. Did I did I tell you my Ohio State coaches story from Saturday night? Did I tell you that? No. The um I was walking off the field because at I had to leave at halftime and Joe John Finley was busting my uh, back because he's like, You're leaving? I'm like, I got to, man. I gotta pick up my daughter from like this, I don't know, etiquette, stupid things you had to go to. See, don't like rock stars like like Kristen Roberts, you guys get to go stay at games because your kids play sports, right? I gotta go pick them up from like etiquette camp because I I failed. But <laughs> but the um uh, so I was leaving and I was I introduced myself to the Ohio State tight ends coach because I work with Bobby and Bobby Carpenter knows everyone in Columbus. And uh and as I was shaking his hand, Matt Campbell walked by and I was like, Oh, hey, I, I need to introduce myself to coach and I did it. Coach Campbell, hey, thanks for coming. Because he came on Big Twelve today a couple of times and he gave the oh yeah, hey man, nice to see you. Thanks for having me on. And then I turned and the Ohio State guy was gone. So I was like, Well, I made him mad. No big deal. Walk around, try to get out of there. And as I'm leaving, I bump into him. And he's like, hey, so, so tell me more about what you do. Tell me more about, like, hey, what's up, Dr. Clazel? What you – do you have a Longhorn shirt on? No, it's just the color. It's just got uh, – here, come on, grab a seat, buddy. Um, re, re, real quick, Josh. So as I'm walking out, I, I run into Coach Bailey. And as I do, he goes, so tell me about your radio show. What do you do? And, and I'm like, well, I, I do a show locally, and I do a show on Sirius XM. And, and he literally looks at me and goes, I'll come on your show anytime you want. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, you, you should get him on. I like, should get him on here. I like, he's like, I'll come on your show anytime you want. He's like, I'm going to let everyone know I'm going to take the best player out of the state of Oklahoma and oh, take okay, him to well, Ohio maybe, Yeah, never mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't. I didn't know yeah, that, that was going to be yeah, the yeah, that's what he, But he was, he was awesome. He was a great dude. And uh, I sat and talked with him for about a good five or six minutes, and you can see why Ohio State has done so well in recruiting. That's awesome, man. But the the, the even better news is that uh, Washington won after falling behind 18-0. to You should have seen my man Nate Roberts whenever he caught a pass. Got him a little open in the seam. Boom. I was also a little disappointed, Josh. I was hoping we were going to throw a Hail Mary right before halftime. I told Dylan Buckingham, like, get your camera out right here, this corner of the end zone. Nate Roberts, Hail Mary, maybe Cooper Alexander. It's going to be your highlight of the night. And then did you, they just took a knee? They, they ran a screen pass. <laughs> and it was a heck of a play. I think it picked up like 40 yards. But, yeah. Look, by the way, here, I know you didn't care about coming on. Dr. Kevin Clazel is retiring. Did you know that, Josh? I heard you guys say it the other day. I was – I was shocked. What? Uh, and he joins us in studio right now. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you well. for this great weather, by the oh way. My gosh, this is outlandishly warm for <laughs> December. What's the deal? We'll be 70 by Thursday. This is nuts. Con- congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I've still got uh, five months left. I'm going to teach my class in the spring, but uh, football is done now. And well, other than a uh, an Alamo Bowl weather spot that, that's coming <laughs> for the for the Riverwalk, but. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good and and it's I've been here 25 years now, so it's that's long enough. Uh, <laughs> some some people well, there are many more much more qualified than I people who will t- take over and it'll be it'll be great. So, so for those that don't know Dr. Kevin Clazel's background, he rose to prominence uh, with our weather reports this year. Uh, he's been now I I always say I give you the wrong title. Because I'll always say, like, director of meteorology, but that's not it. It's campus safety, right? Yes, correct. 
campus safety, which is why we'll get the alerts about lightning in the area, and that I'm already correct. ready to go. He is also, Josh, a Texas grad correct. who's stuck in Oklahoma. So how happy are you with the 14th? It's okay. You can be transparent. You can be transparent. It's fine. You're retiring, too, in five months. I think this whole notion of of picking four out of this huge list, right? This is first time seven teams with zero and one losses in the CFP era. It was a right? tough so, job this year. So it was a horribly tough job. And, of course, I taught at Florida State for 10 years So before I got here. So my former students, hundreds of them, are just absolutely blown up today and, oh, I bet and last so night. And, and I, I have to tell them, right, in the weather nerd world <laughs> – you know, we're always competing for things like the millions of dollars in proposals that we get over at the National Weather Center. And and I've gotten that letter before. It's like, oh, you had the phenomenal – you have a top five proposal. And then the next line is, well, we only had funding for four. So <laughs> good luck, right? And it's like, okay, we live this every day, right? And, and I want to look and I, I want to be – you know, I, I want to be empathetic, but at the same time, you know, Norvell still's got his contract, and they've still got their NIL deals, and they're still going to a bowl game, and they're still making millions of dollars. And if this was the previous era, we'd have Washington and Michigan. They'd be playing in the Rose Bowl, and that'd be it, right? Yep, Everybody it. else would have to take their bowl game and, and be happy with it. So, uh, you know, again, we've got a long way to go. I know that my friends on the OU side are really upset about the fact that they're 12 and not in a, a new year six but it's like next year this will be great because if you have those same teams right you got missouri you've got Ole miss you've got ou well guess what next year there's going to be a way mm-hmm. to kind of break that tie because we're all going to be in the same conference Ole miss and missouri i know so, you played each other i think we play yeah. missouri too next year don't we? so, we go to so at, at mizzou at Ole there, miss. there'd be some head-to-head there'd be some additional metrics so i, I think going forward you know this if it weren't for the ACC and all their coaches and their commissioner, we'd have had 12 teams this year. Yeah. They were the ones that really ran through the no, we're not ready for expansion, et cetera. So I, I don't really have much sympathy for for the FSU folks, although I, I get it, right? They're mm-hmm. 13 and old, but so is Liberty. Uh, and you don't see Liberty going, oh, my God, why aren't we in the in the Sugar Bowl? So it, it's – it's just the way it is, and uh, I know SMU kind of had that beef <laughs> as well. Uh, but uh, you know, Liberty beat New Mexico State twice. Yep. And you could argue that New Mexico State probably would have finished in the middle of the SEC, <laughs> given what they did to Auburn this year. So it, it's it's a mess. But uh, you know, I'm as you can now know, I'm completely avoiding the question that was asked, which no. was yes. the whole well, Texas situation. Well, you, you, you did a good job. You did a good job. It's uh, very so, you like. Boot Corrigan. Now you're gonna say, well, you know, it's uh, it, there's not a lot of difference between four, five, and six. Yeah. I will say, I do appreciate the color without the logo too. Did you notice I, that? Yeah. It's the burnt orange without the logo. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a Brian Ferentz move. That's right. <laughs> no logo. It's a little, a little stealthy. <laughs> well, I just, I'm, I'm glad you swung by. We appreciate you. Yeah, I know well, we still got some time before retirement, I, but I just wanted to first of all, I'll publicly say thank you for for all of the opportunities you oh, gave we me. We appreciate I, you. Uh, I know you're a Raiders fan. That's right. And uh, the I, on Thanksgiving Day, I'm very thankful for for everything that you've done for you know not only the the OU sports but sort of permeating the weather safety through not just football but softball and everything like that. And I I noticed those patches on the jerseys on Thanksgiving, and uh-huh. uh, I happened to be in you know in the area and and have some friends and noticed that the patches on Thanksgiving have 
you know, not a cowboy or a lion or anything like that, but a coach. Right. Uh, and I know you and the Raiders and John Madden, so I had some friends of mine in Dallas. Uh, this is the official uh, John Madden patch oh, that wow. was on the oh, uniforms on Thanksgiving Day. Look and, at that. Uh, I wanted oh, to, to bring that to you and say thank Dude, you. Dude, that is awesome. So. Thank you, man. That I is got, really cool. I, I, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to have to make a shirt with this patch, and I get the 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 lady that does all the World Series patches. She's in Oklahoma yeah. for the College World Series for softball. So I have one for every year that Oklahoma goes. I'm going to put this here, and then just all those and wear it everywhere. You can stitch it right on your Aiden O'Connell jersey. I, that's right. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, Dr. Clazel. We appreciate it, man. Can I absolutely. bug you for a weather report then? Are we absolutely. good? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Are we good? Are we ready to go? We're good. Are we going to be 70s like this? Uh, it's next going few days? to be pretty warm the next few days, all the way to 70. We don't get a front till Saturday. Then it'll be situation normal all next week, right? Which uh, is still 50s, no real Arctic air. Kind of. Kind of tranquil. Dare so we good. say nice? When are, yeah. when are we going to get hit Easy. in the back of the head with a know. chair by cold weather? I, it's not going to be in the next two weeks. So How about that? We're, we're good. So Hey, you know and uh, on behalf of Plank as well, thank you for your updates yeah, for us. It's, it's really been, uh, it's been a great addition to not only their – Sooner sports programming, but for us awesome. here uh, on this program, it's been great, the the relationship we've had with you. So we, we really appreciate, appreciate and value it. It has been great fun. And, uh, again, I, I you know, for a weather nerd to, to get to do really first love, which is sports, uh, it's it's awesome. So now I, I will say that I'm still suffering from the uh, all my friends who are Rangers fans for what happened to my Astros this year. But, oh, my gosh. Uh, it, At uh, least you got a couple in the back pocket. Kind of expecting that, though, just the way the pitching kind of faded down the stretch. So it was <laughs> kind of expected. So. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Clazel. Absolutely, sir. Man. All right. Appreciate it. We'll All let right. you get back to it. No, I appreciate it. Dr. Kevin Clazel, how cool is that? The GOAT. Swinging by and dropping me off at John Madpatch. Thanks, Dr. Clazel. Anytime, buddy. He didn't know we were throwing him on the air, so I apologize. Thanks, Doc. You how bet. cool is that? How cool is that? I don't know how to put patches on anything. Well, yeah, you just got to go somewhere and they'll sew it on for you. Do, do, do I? Where's Chase Brown when I need it? Do I just do I sew it or can I iron it on? I want to put. I have a, uh, I have a Darren McFadden jersey. I think I want to put it on that jersey. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh no, I got a Bo Jackson one. I got a Bo Jackson one that my dad got me like ten years ago. Well, what am I talking about? Twenty years ago. That's perfect. Bo Jackson, that'd be great. Joe, John Matt. All right, so uh, a little bit delayed here, all right? Flight got diverted for just a moment, but uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll hit what I consider the top five stories of the day, starting with Dylan Gabriel entering the portal. We'll go in-depth on it next right here on The Ref. Did you uh, – uh, by the way, uh, Trevor LaFoon is in studio, and he walked in, he goes, are you okay – and I was like, what's wrong with Josh? And we've talked so much college football, I forgot that the Chiefs lost last night. It's <laughs> like, yeah. oh, okay, that makes sense. Did you see Bruce Irvin kill Derek Carr yesterday? What? What? Uh, he Are you watching that? Smacked Oh, him. my God. So, Derek Carr, by the you guys know me, hopeless Derek Carr defender, right? Always will be. I don't know if a quarterback has ever started a game worse. He was one for five at the end of the first quarter for five yards. And had an interception. But the interception wasn't his fault. And then, in like the – here you go. Watch this. And then in the – oh, no, that's not it. That's the fumble. Um, here, here it comes. Watch this, dude. Watch. Boom! 
They didn't throw a flag on that? Yeah, it oh. came. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. I, I figured they would because he landed Got him, on him there. And it, it wouldn't have been bad if he just let up after he hit him. That's fine. But Irvin picked him up and drove him into the ground, which How? is classic um, uh, roughing the passer. Dude, his, his second, third, and early fourth quarter, bro was Mahomes. How, I mean, uh, he was great. How bad was the no or the how bad was the penalty on the hit on Mahomes last night? It was just terrible. So let, let's let's start there. Let's get, let's get the top five stories of the day. Let's take since Trevor is here. Let's take care of our great friends in Newcastle Casino with the top five stories of the day. Here we go. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Newcastle Casino, best reels in the Metro. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. And um, you can place your bets in the OTB at Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107. All right, so big story number five. Number five. We're talking NFL, uh, so let's quickly recap week 13. But um, in your opinion, Josh, how bad was the officiating in general on that last drive? I'm going to go off the top of my head. You tell me if I miss anything, okay? okay. Patrick Mahomes steps. Uh, late hit. Late hit. Should have been a late hit. Um, fumble. That was ruled a fumble. And taken back to the house, which was not a fumble. That led to Isaiah Pacheco getting tossed from the game because yeah. he threw a punch. All right? You then had the missed hands to the face. You had the missed pass interference. In fact, you had another missed pass interference. You had like two. The one on Valdez Scantling was terrible. Yeah, the six or seven. But I, I understand. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Chiefs lost. But if at all four losses now easily could have been wins if a receiver makes a play or if a call is made, right? Three drops. In the losses to the Eagles, Broncos, and Lions. Lions. Kadarius, Tony. And then last night, the P.I. call. It's like, I'm not. The holding call on Creed Humphrey was just terrible. So I didn't see that either, but I saw. Just horrible. I saw, like, Andrew fighting with people on Twitter about it. So bad. Was it bad? Officials just have to do a better job of, like, late in the game, Chris Jones was doing this thing, too, and they didn't throw it, and they wisely didn't throw it. Defensive linemen now. They, they just do that routine where they put the hand up like, look, he's holding Right, me. exactly. Whoa, look at this. Golf ball's showing up. Who was that from? from? Was it from the guy that, that, that shafted me today that didn't show up? No, I'm kidding. Did that really just show up? Are you serious? Who, but who dropped those off? He didn't know. But who walked in there just now? Trevor. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you could see who he was. But these are actually good golf balls. My wife is going to make so much fun of me. Dude, I am a golf ball um, well, I don't want to say is that the a word. Ziploc bag. Oh yeah, I don't want to say the word I want to say, but let's just say I have an issue right now. Yeah, I, I can't get enough golf balls. Anyway, you're thank a hoarder. You. Thank I'm a I'm a hoarder. Thank you. This is on. I'm so happy right now. You have no idea. I'm filled with joy, but it's not because the Chiefs lost. Well, I think there's still. A I problem. think that probably has bringing some joy for a lot of folks. Do, all right. Uh, so Chiefs lose Monday night. Uh, Monday night football kind of irrelevant, but I. I think the bigger story from yesterday is what in the big, world is big going for the on? AFC one though. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. You've got a three-team race right there, and it looks like it could be the Dolphins who have home field advantage, and they play like the the Jets and the Panthers the next two weeks. They got two terrible games coming up. Um, here's the question I have for you. So naturally, they'll lose one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because of the NFL. Who are you more concerned about right now? Are you more concerned about the Chiefs, or are you more concerned about the Eagles? 
I mean, that the was Chiefs. that was a oh really okay. Well, the said, Eagles. I think Jalen's not healthy though. Philly's had some signs, even in the win over Kansas City. They really didn't play all that great, but uh, they won the game. And in Buffalo, they didn't really. I mean, obviously, uh, could have easily lost that one. So there's been telltale signs with Philly that. They, they've kind of been on the fritz here or right on the edge of it. Finally, they got got. But, I, yep. you know, San Francisco team that obviously wanted to exact a little bit of revenge, same as Philly against Kansas City. I just I, – I think I still put a little bit more into it just got out of hand. They lost Jalen midway through the thing. Yeah, it got bad for – okay, so you're more about Kansas City. Maybe Andy Kansas Reed is got too. Some- In this league, there's too much parity and – you come out and they're well coached. They got good players. You come out and self destruct like that in certain areas, and then you have a problem. <laughs> Kansas City got some legitimate offensive problems. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, the offensive issues, it is what it is, man. I mean, they obviously the guy was probably a little early, but at the end of the game, they're letting guys play. I'm kind of, I'm kind of about that. I really, you let the guys play and let the guys win it on the field. But uh, it's hard, to, it's hard, it's a hard job, man. So uh, it's not. When we're in that situation. I can't be wanting a flag. I have to try to go out there and win the game myself and with the rest of my teammates. I want to hate him so much. I want to hate him, Josh. He's the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's won two Super Bowls. Is he two-time league MVP? Just one. Two? Two-time. Two-time. As a starter, his season has always included a home AFC championship game. Not going to happen this year. I want to hate him, but he's likable. He comes into the press conference after that. Nine out of ten quarterbacks be like, well, I mean, you got to make that call. Guy got mugged. He's like, oh, you know, I want him to play. That's fine by me. Who says that? Somebody that wants the call down the road. Right, exactly. It's like, I appreciate you standing up for me. Real quick, one of, is this Big Story 5? All right. Yes. One other thing. Uh, the scuffle between the Eagles security guy and Dre Greenlaw, which was hilarious, but then in the same vein – enraging for Kyle Shanahan because he couldn't figure out what was going on. Oh, yeah, that's why I tried my hardest not to lose my mind. Hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad. But, yeah, once I – I didn't get to see it all from where I'm at, but when I start hearing people explain it to me and stuff, and I just can't believe someone not involved in a football game um, can taunt our players like that and put their hands in our guy's face. And um, from what I was told, um, Dre did it back to him, and I was told that he kind of mashed him in the face a little bit, so he got ejected, but – um, it was a, it was a very frustrating play. I got to watch it to have a true opinion on it, but um, I loved how we rallied after it. Yeah, they rallied all right. Um, I don't really think, I don't really think that he had gotten Greenlaw's face. He was he, the guy's the security guard, the security person on the sidelines, essentially for the coaches. But he did get a little overactive there. I thought. Who's going to play for? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Right now, who do you like? Oh, I'm still not doubting Kansas City. I'm just going to be honest with you, bro. I've seen this play before. I know how this thing ends. But if you're asking me, uh, it pains me to say this, but even though they're just doing it to bad teams, I'm really worried that the Dolphins might do this thing. I really don't want that. And I'll tell you what. San Fran, uh, Miami. I I could see a San Francisco, Miami Super Bowl. All right, let's hustle here. Big story number four. Number four. Now, um, a, a lot of this now from here on out is like college football and OU related. So, number four, the new net rankings are out. While OU didn't play this weekend off the high of the win over UAPB on Friday night in McCaslin Fieldhouse. Wait, 
Thursday night at the Castle Field House. They get back in action tomorrow against Providence. The I guess this is the first net rankings. Oklahoma checks in at number 19. Nice. Not bad. And a chance to uh, enhance that pretty dramatically over the next couple of weeks. Do you want to know something wild, though? In the Big 12, that would have them the seventh highest ranked team. <laughs> it's such a good do, league. Do you want to guess the three teams that are in the top 10 that aren't ranked, that aren't named Kansas out of the Big 12? Kansas isn't in the top 10 in the net rankings. Who are they? Houston 1, BYU 2, and Baylor 6. Iowa State's 13, uh, Iowa State's 13, Cincinnati 14, Kansas 16, and boom, there's Oklahoma at number 19. It's going to be a fun year in Big 12 play. Oh, you women got a big win over the weekend, too. Big story number three. Number three. Playoffs, we've talked about it a lot. Michigan, Bama, slash Texas, Washington. Uh, Did the committee get it wrong? I mean, yeah, you left an undefeated team out. But based on – here's what sucks. But did the committee get it right? <laughs> Thank you. That's where I'm, I feel terrible right now because, I mean, I don't want to watch Tate Rodemaker play in a playoff game. No. It, it comes down to do you want the best matchups or do you want the most deserving teams? 1,000% they got screwed. And I hate it for Michael Alford and Florida State. But – but they probably weren't winning the national championship. Right, which is an unfair thing to say, right? But I also um I'm also pretty jacked about the matchups. So where are we at? Number number two now? Number two, is that right? Number two. I think so. Maybe. Number two. Was I right? Are we on two? I got caught up. Sure. All right. Why not? Five was NFL. Four was basketball. Three was playoffs. All right, good. I, I moved my numbers all around when we got started, so I screwed myself up. All right, Dylan Gabriel's in the transfer portal. Let me give you an idea of how uh, rumors start. You ready? Okay. My son, who is a sophomore at West Point, sent me this text. Diehard football fan. <laughs> Let me translate that for you. Knows absolutely nothing about football. Um, in fact, uh, l- let me let me let me read you the one he sent me the other day. He said. Uh, I saw a tweet that said nothing in the committee's credentials said Florida State needs a quarterback. And I was like, all right, buddy. Uh, I'm going to give this to you in sports nerd terms, so you decide what you want to do with it and send him a page. He texted me this morning. Is it true that one of the top guys on OU football is transferring to USC? (laughs) I got to get my son some new websites to follow sports on, huh? Yes, Dylan Gabriel is reportedly in the portal. He pinned a goodbye to Sooner Nation. But what was interesting in that pinned goodbye, Josh, is there was no declaration in what he was doing. Yeah, there was no information at all. It's like, what? (laughs) He basically just said bye to Oklahoma. And then all the Actually, he didn't even really say bye. He didn't. No, that's right. He just said thank you. Thank you for everything. And then, lo and behold, the next thing you know – is everyone's reporting that he's in the portal. Do you want to – I guess we could read it here real quick before we – Yeah, read it again. So, uh, here's what Dylan Gabriel tweeted earlier this morning. Um, and I quote, the past two years – well, Sooner Nation, 
Reminds me of all those commercials for uh, the the donor cards. Sooner Nation, Coach Venables here. <laughs> Sooner Nation, the past two years here at OU as a Sooner, I have made memories with friends and family that remind me how blessed I am. I've been able to play football for an amazing group of coaches and alongside men who have become my brothers. More than anything, I've grown in faith and love. I appreciate and cherish these memories and relationships forever. My time in the palace was a great experience I will never forget. Sooner Nation, you held me accountable and I am better for it, which is an absolutely awesome line. Uh, Coach BV, my coaches, and the football staff, I am grateful for your care, knowledge, and insight. Most of all, thanks for your faith in me and the opportunity to lead and be a member of OU's Team 128 and Teams 129. If you were listening to the show on Friday, Thursday, uh, you heard George Stoya tell us there's been rumblings of Oregon and Florida State. We've talked a lot about, you know, the natural tie between Levy and Mississippi State and if he could end up there. And I guess there's still this possibility that he could end up going to the National Football League, we think. But for now, we know this much. He's not going to be back at Oklahoma. There'll be a – I don't know if today is that day. There'll be a time to kind of look back and talk about the Dylan Gabriel era and you know who knows, maybe that's sooner rather than later. But for now, add Dylan Gabriel to the list of Sooners that are in the portal. The number that we have, I haven't updated Twitter in a while, so I don't know if there's anything else to add to it. The number that we have is six. Marcus Hicks, which was a while ago. DJ Graham. In fact, I think I saw Marcus Hicks in the stands at a game one time this year. So Marcus Hicks, DJ Graham, Jason Llewellyn, Nate Anderson entered his name in the portal. And then, of course, two starters, Dylan Gabriel and Tommy Walker. And every single time a defensive lineman tweets that he's entered the portal, all of you ask him if he likes covered wagons. So, Jackson Arnold Day. Uh, Jackson Arnold's Day. Now will he end up being the guy in the Alamo Bowl? Let's talk about big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. All right, so the Alamo Bowl, it is December 28th in Arizona. Late game, 8 o'clock kick. Brent Venables yesterday during the Alamo Bowl press conference uh, was asked about his new offensive coordinator, which I got to give credit to the um, Alamo Bowl because the Alamo Bowl, they have this press conference, but they they ask all the questions, and uh, Derek Fox was kind enough to ask the question we wanted answered, and that was about the new offensive coordinator and the decision. Yeah, really cool for me. Um, first and foremost, uh, you know, my my filter for making that decision it always goes back. It's pretty simple: what's best for our players, uh, and then what's best for our staff. And as I, uh, you know, visited with several coaches across the country and uh, looked at our team and um, what we've recruited, and again the the, the staff that we have right now on offense. Uh, prior to making that decision, everything continued to bring me back to to Seth and Joe John uh, as co-coordinators. And so really thrilled, you know, being a part of Seth and Joe John, their collegiate careers here at the University of Oklahoma uh, back in the uh, late 90s and early part of 2000s with both of them. So relationships that go back to when they're 17, 18, 19 years old and uh, recruiting them or being a part of, again, their uh you know, their, their collegiate careers and then seeing them now as husbands and fathers and tremendous leaders and excellent, uh, you know, 
in, in what they do as football coaches, uh, some of the best in college football. So that's really cool for me to be a, a small part of uh, watching that and putting that together. And uh, couldn't be more, again, excited uh, for what the future holds to continue the offensive success that we've had and continue to evolve and develop, uh, you know, our offensive um, <laughs> side of the ball into one of the most explosive uh, units in all of college football. There you go. Very cool. Quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Alamo Bowl. Did we ratchet up the excitement knowing that it's Jackson Arnold likely going to be the guy, or will Dylan Gabriel still play in the bowl game? For everyone that says, well, you know, sometimes when you're in your name in the portal, you can't play in the bowl game. That's not necessarily true, man. There was a couple guys. I think Corey Robertson was one of them. I don't know if he had officially gone in the portal yet. Uh, Bray Walker that were portal guys, and all of a sudden you look down and they're dressed for the bowl game. You're like, well, what is this? So I don't know what that rule is or isn't, but I'll say this much. When we come back, you guys have takes on it, and we'll get into the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into The Ref. It's the Plank Show right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. By the way, one other note uh, on my infatuation with UConn's facilities this weekend after going to watch the Warriors fall behind 18 to zip and rally to win uh, was, I guess, Mustang's cooking too. Doug and Mustang writes, everything you're describing in UConn, Mustang already has. And we also beat UConn every year. But we still can't crack the east side domination. Do I think my last road high school football game I did was in Mustang? I want to say that in 2011, anyone got records back to 2011? Did UConn and, I'm sorry, Mustang and Bixby play each other in 2011? Someone find out for me. Because I was pretty sure I was at Florida State, and, or I was uh, supposed to be there, and I was at Florida State, and I stopped by to set up all the equipment, and I was like, this place is going to be amazing. Um, on the Dylan Gabriel conversation here on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line from the 832. A lot of our fan base has been a jerk to Dylan, and now we have fans saying they're upset he's leaving? Sometimes you get what you deserve. I don't I don't think this is like a, yeah, take that, he's leaving. I don't think that's what it is by any stretch of the imagination. But it's, um, it's in my opinion, it, it's expected. Oklahoma's ready to start the Jackson-Arnold era, and Dylan Gabriel – can decide to go somewhere else and play if he wants and probably make a lot of money, or he can turn pro. I kind of feel like we've been talking about this for a while on the show, Josh. So if you're surprised this morning, you're telling on yourself because you haven't been listening to us. How dare you? Or at the very least, we're just background noise while you're doing your while you're waiting for Steel Man to come on. Um Yeah, I Yeah, exactly. It's uh, Oki Tom writes, there's no rule preventing a player in the transfer portal from participating in a bowl game. Yeah, that's what we were saying. But you can't transfer and play somewhere else. Speaking of Tom's, I thought this was really, really funny. From um, Charles – I'm sorry, from uh, Tom Dunning on Twitter. He writes, is it really a portal announcement if the player doesn't say, quote, unquote, with that being said? (laughs) That's why I'm I'm so perplexed by this. Um, it's like, usually you tell me what you're going to do. He hasn't told me. He said goodbye without saying goodbye, but, uh, you didn't leave a, you, right. You'll have to kind of vague. Yeah. Well, you didn't give the 
concrete detail of I'm going into the portal. Is I, it like the George Costanza thing? Well, all of a sudden he just walks in. It's like, I thought you left. What didn't are you, you like? Correct yep. me if I'm wrong. Didn't you quit? I just said I liked playing here. What are you guys talking about? Oh, you thought I was serious? Oh, my man Ben Johnson is on it. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. I'm pretty sure that Bixby played at Mustang. It would be at Mustang, not UConn. Because I remember going there, and the AD met me, and there was so much construction going on. He's like, this place is going to be amazing when we're done. I don't know if he sounded like that. In my mind, he did, and that's what I remember. Yeah, uh, Mustang, UConn, not very friendly with one another. Um, Jim Costello hit us up on Twitter, too. What's up, Jim? With DG in the portal, move on to Jackson Arnold. Don't miss a minute of practice with new offensive coordinator and their QB1. I think that's what you'll see happen here. That's, I mean, I'm just not, I don't know. It makes sense for all parties, I think, too. As I mentioned to you earlier, if I'm Oregon, Florida State, Mississippi State, do I want DG uh, getting hurt, prepping for this bowl game or playing in said bowl game? No, I want to protect my investment. Burley Boomer writes, I truly believe DG does not release the letter just yet if he had any plans whatsoever of being QB1 in the Alamo Bowl. I I agree. Yes. I, I agree 100% with you, Burley Boomer. And I guess uh, my OU portal tracker, everyone has their little portal tracker. Can I just give all y'all a, a little piece of advice? Set up like a table on your website. I know y'all want clicks, but putting links to other stories, it's very confusing for old men like me. Just give me a little table, a little graph. Say who's in and where they're going. How about just slides? No, I don't want to click through a slide. Well, you just like scroll through. Do you know what I like, Josh? I like my plan, which is an index card that says OU Portal Tracker. Gone. Stang. <laughs> with the list of names in, in black ink who are gone in. Incoming. Pink ink, no, gone, gone, later, outgoing. The, and then in pink ink, where they're headed. Ah. See? Marcus Hicks, DJ Graham, Jason Llewellyn, Tawi Walker, Nate Anderson, Dylan Gabriel. And then when they commit somewhere, I'll get my pink pen out, and I'll put next to it, like I did with Marcus Hicks, South Dakota State, which is apparently where he's going. It's a nice program. Isn't this the best way to do it? South Dakota State uh, Jackrabbit was making some plays last night, by the way, on Sunday Night Football. Mr. Kraft is uh, pretty good. Oh yeah, I liked him a lot. All right, well listen, we got we got a break. We're so far behind. We've got our uh, we got our uh, Primrose Funeral Services final thoughts. We're gonna have like three minutes. Will Steely give us an hour today? We got a lot to get to. <laughs> it's a playing show right here on the ref. You know what I always think of whenever I hear this song, Josh? Citadel of Ricks. Ah yes. Ugh. by the way, the. Uh, Newest episode of Rick and Morty. That's probably one of the few ones where I'm like, eh. Not very good. I, I got to watch the whole thing. I got about halfway through it, and I realized it's 2.30 in the morning. Go to bed, dude. Was this last night? Yeah. It involves the iced tea character, which yeah. is eh. iced tea. Uh, anyway, welcome back into the Plank Show. It's time for our final segment. We call this Primrose Funeral Services Final Thoughts. Now, Planning for a funeral is never a fun conversation, but at Primrose Funeral Services, they take that uh, that hurt, that pain, and they, they try to make it as easy and as smooth and as simple as possible. Plus, they also offer ways in which you can pre-plan. Not a conversation anyone wants to have, but at Primrose Funeral Services, they've been in business for over 80 years, so they understand it. They get it. PrimroseFuneralServices.com. 
pre-plan today, 405-321-6000. I wanted to get a couple of quick uh, texts in here, and I want to apologize. Today is one of the best days we've had on the text lines. You guys have been great. It's just so much information, so much stuff flowing. I might even carry over a few to tomorrow. But just a couple of things here real quick. From the 405, when Caleb Williams went into the transfer portal, Venables moved on. Will he do the same here? Yeah, I don't I don't think Venables or anyone moved on when Caleb Williams entered the transfer portal. I think when he entered the transfer portal, we all thought, all right, what's it going to take to keep him around? What do we got to do to keep him in Oklahoma? Remember you had the, the kind of final lap around the field? And then they, uh, the church that put out the please stay, Caleb. And I mean, Brent Venables even said in his post game presser at the, not presser, but on the stage, like, hope to do so with Caleb Williams. And I don't think that they gave up on him right when he entered the portal. Now, when he transferred, you bet they did. And they might have had a bit of an advance notice, heads up, who knows. But yeah, I don't, I don't think they're tapping out. Uh, Big John from Texas. Thank Josh. I really feel we may be sorry for letting our main warrior DG walk. I hope I'm wrong, but this may bite us like a Lincoln Riley rattlesnake. I hope you're not. But it might help for 25. It it might hurt a little bit in 24. There's going to be some growing pains. And then there was this, which was my favorite take on the playoff committee of the day involving Oklahoma. Adam from the ATX. The committee went off who beat us and who beat Penn State and Ole Miss, not who we and any of them beat. Bravo, my man. When they started talking about it, it's like the Texas win never happened or that they got lucky to beat Texas. You know, Ole Miss, they lost to Georgia and Alabama and, well, Oklahoma lost to Oklahoma State and Kansas. So, you know, it's literally what the justification was. See you guys tomorrow. Steely's next.